it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Hello. Before we get started with the show, I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is sleep. I travel a great deal. I travel all around the world. I just got back from Kiev, crossing the Moldovan border. And the thing I always look forward to is getting back to my uh, king-size bed with my MyPillow mattress topper installed on the top. Now, I like a firm mattress because uh, I have back problems from uh, a long time ago uh, playing sports in high school. I love my firm mattress with the MyPillow mattress topper on top. You get the firmness, but also it's like sleeping on a firm cloud. I really can't explain it, but it is the most comfortable sleep I have ever experienced in my life, and I can't wait to get back to it every time I travel. If you go to MyPillow right now with promo code CDM, you can get a 50% discount on the mattress toppers. Uh, Mike Lindell is giving out amazing discounts right now. Uh, get them while they last. Use promo code CDM at MyPillow.com and get the MyPillow mattress topper, the best sleep you will ever experience. Thank you very much. Now on to our guest. So welcome back to Information Operation. We have a guest who is routine on the show, uh, Getter CEO Jason Miller, and we're going to talk about what's happening with Twitter. Thanks for coming back on, Jason. Todd, great to be with you. So uh, look, I love Getter. The, fan, the, the, uh, the technology is fantastic. We're live streaming multiple shows a day now. Uh, I love that part of it, and thanks for promoting some of our stuff. But uh, tell me what's going on with Twitter. Is Twitter dead? I mean, they're talking about it's, it's loaded up with bots and Elon's maybe pulling the deal. What, what, what's the latest in your opinion? So here's a fascinating dynamic is that Elon mm -hmm. Musk, the virtue of having this massive megaphone and being the world's richest man, or at least he was uh, as of a month ago. I'm not sure if after the stock slide, he's still the richest man, but he's yeah. still putting this way. He's doing he's going on cooler vacations than either you or me. Yeah, so exactly. I think that's pretty safe. Yeah. But here's the thing. There have now been tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars in free media pointing out all of Twitter's problems, reminding yeah. people about the political censorship. That certain people are allowed on the platform. Certain people aren't allowed on the platform, really just based on partisan political ideology. Mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing more complex there. The challenge with Twitter was always one of management in changing the culture. It was never one of innovation. Elon Musk is the greatest innovator of our time. He is For literally sure. going to send people to Mars, the, the boring project, Tesla, mm -hmm. PayPal. Uh, he's a brilliant man. But what Twitter needed was a Jack Welch kick to the groin to go and yeah. change the culture there and get their head screwed on right. And of course, I know with your background, the numbers on this deal were never going to work. Yeah, it looks like he's uh, jockeying for repricing, um, uh, you know, and driving the stock down and, and possibly pulling it and coming back in at a lower level. There doesn't seem to be any, any other buyers out there. Have you heard anybody else that may be stepping up from a political ideological standpoint? It's a lot of money. Nope. 
it's a lot of money. And everything mm-hmm. too. I mean, you know, you look at the, his initial bid was at fifty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe as of through Wednesday, it was down about twelve percent from that level, and through last night, it was down about seventeen percent from that level, down to about forty five bucks, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a massive drop. But then you look at how heavily leveraged this buyout was, how much they're having to borrow to actually go and put it together. And as Musk started diving into this, yeah, their um, you know uh, their beta number was you know what, what five hundred forty seven million. So who knows what their actual cash on hand position was? Yeah. He was literally going to have to go and what double the company revenues uh, to go and even make this uh, make any sense from a financial aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that's that's a different challenge. That's just a matter of getting his arms around the finances. Then you still have to go through uh, fumigating the place and getting yeah. rid of this culture of discrimination. Getting, uh, I, I look, I still think that Elon Musk probably could pull something together to acquire or get control of Twitter. But now you look at the way that you have people quitting because of the ideology changes. Um, obviously, uh, his embrace and his uh, potential acquisition of Twitter is already hurting him on the Tesla side. Their stock is down 20% over the last month, uh, yeah. which is billions of dollars. And you have to wonder uh, if there's not pressure coming from Tesla saying, hey, um, uh, look, you're the CEO, you're the founder. Uh, we have some serious concerns if our stock's taking a 20% hit because of this goose chase you're on with Twitter. No kidding. So I mentioned the technology on Getter, um, but with Twitter, it, it, it just seems like, you know, I walked away. I, I got I had eight accounts taken down among 25 Silicon Valley platform accounts in 2020. So I, I had eight accounts. They dropped from Twitter. So I never went back. I just and I, and I never looked back. Same with Facebook. We got off all of it and we're flourishing. So that's what now you have all these bots that are coming out on Twitter that maybe the numbers aren't real. I mean, you've got some SEC, you got legal issues. I mean, how does he deal with all this or does he? Well, and, and that's where I'm not sure how ultimately he gets out of this because mm-hmm. it seems to be really a, um, a hornet's nest that he stepped into here. And I'm not sure yeah. especially with the, uh, the billion dollar out, um, you know, what his, um, what his options are, you know, Dan mm-hmm. Primack from Axios had a great point. Uh, where I, he threw the challenge flag with regard to the bots being the real excuse, mm-hmm. uh, as did I. And I, I thought Bannon really hit the nail on the head mm-hmm. this morning on his show when he said that saying that it was the bots was kind of like the digital version of saying that you're stepping away for family reasons. <laughs> um, you know, it's a, yeah. a little bit, but you know, a little bit of a, a, a question mark on that one. But Dan Primack from Axios made the point. He's like, look, if this was a matter of bots, if they were actually a lot fewer bots. Um, than than what we're speculated. Now, actually, the valuation of uh, is Twitter is even more. For example, he said if Musk were trying to um, reconfigure the terms of the deal, he probably could have gone back and challenged and said that the company was misrepresenting their position on certain things. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go and just uh, take the action that he did. I mean, uh, Primac really laid it out and said this would be the you know if if bot this bot situation were the real reason he was stepping away, he would have handled it in a, a different reason, but, or in, excuse me, in a different mm-hmm. manner. But mm-hmm. here's the thing that we know is that Twitter, their finances, the company culture, their public image is shot. I mean, there is, Completely. I do not, you can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Their image is, it's uh, it's trashed. I mean, it, it's just, you know, when you think of the, um, uh, the great disasters, you know, nobody's going to go and have, say, uh, Hindenburg or Titanic social media, uh, obviously it brings up uh, a negative perception. Well, when you bring up Twitter, you're effectively talking about a digital version of that. So how the thing that Twitter had was 
is was the first one and so you had all the movie stars on there you had all the different personalities you had the journalists it's really a journal platform at this point more than anything how how do you move that together because i i think you guys are on fire but there's a few pieces not missing but you need to build up i mean how, how do you build up that journal thing so that they they break news on getter instead of twitter Absolutely. So the two main reasons, at least in the U.S., why people go to social media is to get breaking uh -huh. news and get breaking news uh -huh. and then also connect with friends and family. So we made a very aggressive effort to get more news outlets on Getter. Mm -hmm. uh, we literally have one person mm -hmm. who that's just their job to continue working it. Uh, and, and again, try to get uh, news outlets from uh, whether it be mainstream, left to center, right of center, yeah. uh, you name it. So we get a, a uh, so people go to Getter. Uh, for actually their news sources. The other thing that we're doing is starting to build out the live streaming. Yeah. And so as we start from six in the morning going all the way to 10 o'clock at night, every hour, every half hour uh, on the hour, we have a number of different programs um, that are streaming live on Getter. Uh, people are really taking advantage of it here in the US and around the world. And I think as we start to fill more content space with original programming, including news programming and reporting, mm -hmm. then I think we'll continue to make Getter a real destination where people go yeah. to and say, I want to find out what's going on. I better get to Getter. So what projects do you have uh, in the pipeline? Yeah, so this is so in addition to the live streaming, which we've now mm -hmm. crossed over 100 million actually 117 million views on the platform just since last October, which is pretty exciting. The fact that we've literally had that many uh, views to the yeah. platform, that, that just shows the, the international growth. Uh, we have coming up the first of the month, we're launching Vision, which will be a part of Getter. That's mm -hmm. our short video format competitor to mm -hmm. TikTok and Instagram Reels. So we'll have it right there on the same app. Uh, one uh, tab down at the bottom is for your timeline. Another tab is for your short video format. Uh, so you can actually have your competitor to TikTok or Instagram Reels, except with us, the CCP won't be stealing all your data. Right. Uh, just just saying. And then on June 15th is when we launch DMs, direct messages, which is for quite a mm -hmm. while been the number one request from all of our users. When are you going to get DMs? Well, they're coming June 15th. Wow. Exciting. Talk to me about international growth. What, what countries are booming for Getter? Yeah. So really, I'd say so far this year, the biggest growth has been from the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, and for a couple of reasons, we've really added some key names there. Uh, Tommy Robinson, who might yeah. be the most canceled man on the world. I think he uh, uh, he saw Steve Bannon and said, hey, hold my beer. Let me show you how to yeah. really get canceled. <laughs> um, but Majid Nawaz, uh, who was formerly a presenter with the LBC, um, who was sacked uh, simply because he questioned some vaccine effectiveness. And so he's mm -hmm. on the platform live streaming. Matt Letissier, literally the greatest footballer in UK history, has a weekly show on Getter, which is so cool. Uh, Dominique Samuels, uh, we have a whole a whole bunch of other people, uh, Voice of Wales, Hearts of Oak, um, some really cool programming. Uh, David Vance, folks from the UK. So the UK has been our biggest grower uh, outside wow. the US this year. Um, but still, our, so they're our number three country at about 9% of our platform. But still, our number two uh, country is Brazil, mm -hmm. uh, which is about 13 and a half, uh, about 13 and a half percent of the platform. I think they're somewhere right around 750,000 uh, strong in the country right now. Of course, we have President 
Bolsonaro's on there mm -hmm. and will be returning to Brazil next month as part of Brazil CPAC. Uh, and then Germany is number four and France is number five. And next week, I'll be in both Vienna, uh, which obviously in Austria, they speak German and have a big uh, influence on German politics and, and German speaking people for their news sources, as well as London. Um, and part other team members will be in Hungary for Hungary CPAC. So we're kind of doing a divide wow. and conquer thing next week. And we got people all over the world. Well, that's fantastic, Jason. Is there anything else you want our, our viewers to know about uh, Getter and Twitter? Yeah, I would just say that, you know, like like we said, even if Musk is uh, posting again to Twitter saying, uh, you know, his version of Keep Hope Alive, uh, the earliest possible date that he could even get his arms around this and go and constitute some new deal is going to be well after the midterms. There's no yeah. way this will be done after the midterms, let alone actually changing anything. So I'm skeptical that anything is going to happen with Musk and Twitter. Hmm. Um, and it, I think even going to his comments about President Trump. I don't think that sounded to me like a full-throated ideological support for free speech. I think that right. sounded like someone who was frustrated that so many people have left Twitter for other platforms. And I think the the bloom is definitely off the rose uh, when it comes to Twitter. I don't think their brand is repairable. But you know what? Alternative news and programming outlets like yourself, alternative social media platforms like Getter, mm -hmm. I think are really the wave of the future. And we're going to make sure the that the political discrimination and censorship that we saw in 2020 never happens again. Well, the mainstream media is irrelevant and it looks like Twitter may become irrelevant too. So thank you for your time, Jason. We'll have you back on as things develop. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate Take it. Care.